Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between or irrespective of that binary, welcome to Season 2 of Bone Rollers, where underrepresented people play underrepresented games. You can call me Elliot, because that's my name. I use he, him pronouns, and I am the GM, creator, and editor of Bone Rollers, thus making me the Bone Daddy. Joining me for Season 2 are, well, is... One familiar voice and three new voices. Let's start off with the familiar voice. It's Nikki. That's me, Nikki. I'm the Nikki. He, they pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Anxious Meat Suits. And I will not be playing a little Chaos Goblin this time. Maybe. We'll see what happens. And the three new voices in no particular order. Let's start with Gnome. Hi, I'm the Gnome. You can find me on Twitter at GnomeNight19, and I will probably be playing the mom friend. We'll see how this goes. Connor. Hi, I'm Connor. My pronouns are he, him. You can find me at a gas station where I'm going to be trying to scam the gas station attendant out of free sodas. I haven't done an intro in a while. <laughs> As a former gas station worker, they don't get paid enough to care. Oh, yeah. That's why it's so easy. <laughs> the perfect con. Exactly. Yeah. Victimless crime. Except for the gas station, but who cares? <laughs> and Sahoni. I am Sahoni. I use he, him pronouns. I usually make games, but now I guess I get the chance to play them. That's weird. I, I know a lot about the sort of game we're playing but the, i haven't had the chance to do a long form campaign of it so this will be nice just as a whole yeah i am excited to get into it because for season two we are going to be playing henshin henshin is a sentai rpg by i'm going to get this name wrong tim batiuk but batuk B-A-T-I-U-K, and Sam Kusak. I'm sorry if I got those wrong. Yeah, link will be in the show notes. It is from Cave of Monsters Games. If you want to look it up, it is a very fun system. 
that I highly recommend. If you are unfamiliar with what Sentai means, you probably have at least a passing familiarity with Power Rangers, any of the various offshoots of that here in America, or any of the originator or offshoots of that that came from Japan, including... I'm drawing blanks. People that know Japan ones, say say those titles, please. So Tokusatsu as a whole is, is stands for basically Changing Hero, and it's a whole subgenre that's been going on since basically the dawn of television and, and Japanese culture. But the big uh, things mean series that it's very much known for are Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, Ultraman, things like that. And Super Sentai itself has been going on since 1976. I did not know that. Yeah, Kamen Rider and Ultraman were the two that were in my head, but I could not think of the names. So yeah, basically, as Sahoni said, people transforming into brightly colored outfits, not dissimilar from superhero stories. It's, it's, very, it's very much Japanese superhero fiction, and the, it spans genre and themes and age demographics and it's very neat yeah there's also the, the there's also the weird edgy cousin that is garo i freaking love garo oh the my best god garo's to... so good garo's so good Gar garo to make a long story short is basically 2000s era hot topic as a series and all the good and bad that implies it's a place that I know a lot of stunt actors just show off in. That sounds incredible. It's great. Oh, great. It's, it's all great. online. I, I have a so friend great. who played a topless man-eating mermaid in a series. Nice. That sounds amazing, and I would now want to change one of my themes to early 2000s topic. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to get... A ranger using a wallet chain as a weapon is my ideal, like, God situation. Dang God yeah, dang it, that's incredible. Self-defense wristbands. Uh, so yeah, today me and these wonderful nerds are going to be making our squad. We will explain things as we go because I don't want to info dump up front. Nobody likes when podcasts do that. So we're just gonna get into it here and... Yeah, explain things as we go. So I'm going to start off narrating our agenda, and then we will get into forming the squad itself. So our agenda for this game is set a special effects budget and use every cent, determine unique aesthetics from the squad concepts, embrace diverse colors, personalities, and roles, with colors being the sort of playbooks or classes of this game. Guide tension between a color's civilian and hero life, including with each other. And start with the simple and obvious, then expand on that during play. So the first thing we're going to do is go through and set up our squad concepts. So everybody is currently DMing me two concepts. I will shuffle them into the chat, and we will pick which ones we want to 
somehow smashed together into our season's theme. Gosh, I actually got got into Sentai as a high schooler, but it's always been something that I've been very aware of because I was born in Hawaii. And when Power Rangers came out, that meant I was around a lot of Japanese immigrants. And sometimes we got Japanese television over there, especially on like cable access stuff. And so Sentai wasn't a foreign concept per se, but like people knew of it. It was just something that I didn't really have access to. For me, I grew up on Power Rangers. Shout out Wild mm-hmm. Force, my first season. And, but I wasn't really cognizant of Sentai and the wider genre of tokusatsu until I watched Kamen Rider Dragon Knight, which was the only good adaptation of a Kamen Rider series ever. That was of Ryuki, right? Yes, that was of Ryuki, which, funny enough, I hate Ryuki, but I love Yeah, most Dragon people Knight. do. Dragon Knight is, like, even in Japan, they prefer Dragon Knight to Ryuki, which is hilarious to me. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of people like Ryuki. But then because of that, I became aware of Sentai. I, don't, I was always aware of Ultraman because they did a weird dubbed adaptation on Foxbox. But that kind of made me go back and like, oh, because I had always like, you know, been like cognizant of the fact that Power Rangers was Japanese stock footage. I just never dug deeper into it. And then I was I looked into, wow, Kamen Rider Dragon Knight's great. I wonder if there's other Kamen Rider stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I remember watching Bokenger and three-part YouTube videos on early YouTube. See, my my experience with Power Rangers was like almost, I guess maybe closer to gnomes, except I I didn't like persist with it. I once I hit like thirteen, I'm like, oh, X Men now. But there are so many photos of me doing like different Power Rangers costumes for Halloween ages like three through 12. I, I was a, I was huge into Power Rangers. Power Rangers was a big deal for me. When it came out, when Tommy appeared, it was a big deal because like here was this native guy and he was cool and everyone wanted to be him. And there he was just like on the biggest thing on the playground and that was neat that was neat as a kid i totally get that actually that, yeah like it makes sense yeah. I, yeah. I fully suspect that for a lot of queer people around my age tommy will be a touchstone of queer awakening yeah that checks out i'm gonna be the weird one and say for me it was a blue ranger who you know turned out to <laughs> I mean, that tracks with who you are as a person. Okay, like <laughs> I said, um, I grew up on Wild Force was my first season. Uh, I will say uh, Merrick made me realize a few things as a small child. That is, oddly enough, a character that my friend, the suit actress, played in the Japanese. The same one that was the topless man-eating mermaid. Rocky was my Amazing. first crush before I knew what crushes were, so I will stand by that forever. I just remember thinking he was cool, and then growing up later and being like, oh no, I was gay. 
Also, these themes are glorious. Yeah. Yeah. So now that the themes have been dropped in chat, I will read them out for the listeners and we will discuss which ones jump out to us the most. According to the game, we're supposed to vote on our first one and then vote on a second one. I see where that's coming from, but I tend to prefer to like this more as just like an open conversation, at least or especially with the format we're running in, because we are spread all across the country. Can't really use note cards here. But the concepts are sea creatures, ice age animals, major arcana, cryptids, pirates, music genres specifically with instrument weapons, monster trucks, and monsters and humans fighting together. If you couldn't tell, this, this is a very, very queer podcast. By the way, <laughs> if anybody doesn't like me using queer, let me know. I know it can be touchy. I personally like it and believe in reclaiming it, but I know that's not a thing for everybody. Nah, I'm good with it. Same. Same. Okay. Yep. Just wanted to touch base on that. So which of these jump out to y'all? I feel like some of these pair together really well. Like, cryptids and monsters and humans fighting together pairs really well. I feel like sea creatures and pirates work really well together, but that doesn't necessarily mean we have to pair them together. We can have fun, funky combos. It's funny you mentioned the cryptids and monsters and humans fighting together one, because I was thinking, like, we could do the GoBusters thing. The the partner. That, Ooh, that would be... So, sometimes in Sentai, the, like... The thing that's your mech or your morphing device or whatever else is a character in and of themselves. Like, they did that with Abba Ranger as well, where the morpher was like a connection to a like a mech robot dinosaur from another dimension. Abba Ranger's great, by the way. But... Dino Thunder, for those who aren't aware. Yeah, became Dino Thunder, which is also very great. And I like that. I dig it. I like the idea of having a friend on your arm that you can pair up with to... That's pretty rad. Yeah, to shift. Yeah. To do the titular henshin. I'm I'm digging that, actually. It's got the same appeal and allure that Pokemon has, which is, it's a little monster that represents me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and you know what? We could do the thing where... Like some of my favorite seasons are the ones where they have the auxiliary swords that kind of swap in and out for the arms. Like like Abba Ranger, Wild that's why Wild Force remains one of my favorites, because they had so many auxiliary swords. So many. And so many that never made it to the screen, which Peacock Sword, you were you were done dirty. But I, I kinda like this idea. I just and not just because I live for jackalopes. So when you say swap out for their arms do you mean like their arm becomes a sword that's also a monster well no like you know in power rangers a lot of times the 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 makeup of the megazord is you got the body the legs and then two zords attaches the arms yes in some seasons those zords will pop off and a new zord will pop with it with new features like in abba ranger slash down thunder the metro zord was a giant hacksaw hand yeah Super Sentai is largely driven by toy sales, so they need to make accessories and armaments for the main robot 
to push things. Yeah, no, hey, look, that appeals to me too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So having like other monsters that we can be friends with and be like, heck yeah, I'll help you. Jersey Devil becomes a flamethrower or something. I don't know. (laughs) And like there's no shortage of cryptids and folklore creatures to draw from worldwide. I think like the, the biggest thing we would have to worry about is Hey, we should be careful not to like lump indigenous spiritualities or non-Christian cultures and their spiritual figures into cryptid necessarily. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the biggest one, but it's not that hard to do. Just a little bit of forethought. Yeah, it's like like Bigfoot, Jackalope, Taylor Poe, fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lay off like actual cultural things. Yeah. Inversely, like if we wanted to say that thing from christian mythology is encrypted i'd be cool with that because a, a giant angel made of eyes is my cryptid the, the the monsters we fight the monsters we fight are angels let's just go full evangelion now now i'm not saying that you're not gonna fight god or angels but i don't want to i don't i feel weird about having it as a major theme it's fair. that's okay. totally fair yeah totally no fair. I, I think that's fair but i do I do think that we should spend some amount of time thinking about an enemy theme because a lot of times, sent- almost all the time, Sentai enemies do have a theme of their own. I've seen them based off of movies. I've seen them based off of video games. I've seen them be based off just about anything you can think of. Kakuranger, which is one of my favorite series, which got the short end of the stick in the U.S. by becoming well, the Alien, Alien Rangers. Yeah. They yeah. deserve so much better. They were they so good. Could and, like, really they... authentic to the, like, actual ninja stuff, which was amazing. And so Kakuranger is one of my favorite series because it's often termed the pop culture ninjas because it's a bunch of, like, modern to the 90s Japanese teens who are who accidentally awaken a bunch of yokai and now have to inherit their family's ninja powers to fight them. And they're just like, man, I don't want to do this. This doesn't pay. I got stuff to do. (laughs) And the Black Ranger is fucking amazing because he's from the U.S. and doesn't speak a lick of Japanese at the beginning. So Jiraiya, who is the name of that character the way they introduce him is because he's the american one he's played by an, a japanese american actor who flew in to play this role and the way they introduce him is they dress him up as a cowboy put him on roller skates he flips over someone kicks them in the head and then like shoots a gun <laughs> oh my god that's uh that's incredible <laughs> yeah they, they couldn't have been they couldn't gone heavier handed they had had the star spangled banner playing in the background it's great i love sentai same episode i think they have the a screenshot i use a lot which is americans are jerks and they're all sitting around a food truck looking like just hopeless and destitute about it <laughs> but are we yeah. all good um cryptids and Basically, monster human partners. Who, oh, if we could lump monster trucks in this, we don't have to. But God, monster trucks and monsters and humans fighting together in crypt. Maybe the maybe monster trucks are cryptids. That's it. I mean, there's nothing stopping the Bigfoot Ranger from having a monster truck Zord. There we yeah, go. That's true. Yep, that's 
there's the real answer and I do love it. Maybe it's like our, our cryptid allies possess vehicles to make the swords. Oh, that's, that's so cool. Okay. So we are locked in on cryptids and monsters and humans fighting together. We will get a little bit more into what that means as we go along drawing things up. So next up on the Forma squad sheet is our power source. The power source is, it gives suggestions of a coin, crystal, buckler, electronic device, something tangible. So what is our sort of like morphing grid? Where does this all come from? I think if we are doing Power Rangers... Or if we are doing something that it can always be the morphing grid, the morphing grid, it is omnipresent and is playing more and more role, a bigger role now that like Hasbro owns Power Rangers. And they want to connect it into something. But if we are doing kind of our own thing, I think like I do kind of like the idea of having the wrist bracelet. I love myself a, a, a good old wrist bracelet morpher. I like the idea of having the, maybe like the, some sort of power, like psychic connection between us and whatever our cryptid partner is. And they can talk to us like almost like a walkie talkie through the, the, the bracelet, like in a very toyetic sort of way, they're talking to us and its eyes light up and the mouth opens and closes. <laughs> oh, I love that. And we, we ask for homework advice from our, from Mothman. I was going to throw out the concept, and I do love your idea. Alternatively, they could be, God, as a 90s kid, why am I drawing a blank on the name of this? Like Tamagotchis. Ooh, oh, oh my oh, God, that's amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. very powerful. We can put the Tamagotchis and slot them into, ooh, slot them into the wrist bracelet for the henchin. Oh my God, that's amazing. I God, love dang that. Dang it, I love I want this to be real now. <laughs> I'm mad. Now I'm just mad. <laughs> Look, if we get enough people on Patreon, I can commission somebody to make wrist-mounted Tamagotchis of cryptids. Let's be real. This sells itself. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> it Toy really wishes does. they came up with Holy this. cow, yeah. They're going to steal this from us in two years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying this right now. I'm forwarding this idea to Dan Harris because we're going we're gonna to get an animated series. So we're gonna make it happen. Oh, okay. Hey, yes. hey, Denateris, we will let you be gay and not cancel you. Give us money. <laughs> yeah, there... Denateris, yes, I know our... you're listening. Bring us your lesbians. My favorite part of that is like Owl House's third season, like like did incredible numbers, and he's like, ooh, maybe we made a mistake. You think? <laughs> Maybe we were homophobic just one too many times. Just one Disney, just one though. Um, I'm I'm loving this so much. That is genius. Yeah, just a little like four bit Mothman on your wrist. Yeah, and it it can do like the pee and be like, oh, I sense a monster. <laughs> oh yeah, that could be our alert system. Like it's yeah. not like we we don't have like a like a. You know, Zordon shouting in our ears. There's a monster in town. It's just yeah. if we're near, if we're near, our our partner will go off. Does yeah, Mothman, uh, uh, did Mothman poop again? Nope, it's a monster. <laughs> Do I have to give it some medicine? It sounds sick. Oh nope, another monster. 
All right. So I'm glad you all brought that up because what we call in the business a segue. The next thing on our list is actually the custodian of this power is, and the suggestions are a wise mentor, an eternal alien, a former color, a sentient robot, or just the general concept of someone knowledgeable. So who's our Zordon? I think it should be Bigfoot. I was going that same direction. I have one modification to make to that. Bigfoot Uh played by Brian Cranston because, God, he nailed it in Zordon. The only good part about that movie. I think it should be Bigfoot, but in the same style as, like, Doggy Kruger or the sensei from Geki Ranger. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. For those who don't know, Doggy motherfucking Kruger is the best mentor in Sentai or Power Rangers. Yeah. Imagine, uh, like, an old school samurai thing, but also your dad. Oh, that's pretty cool. I and also the it. and also the furry awakening for countless children, I'm sure. Yeah, I just looked him up and my first thought was this awakened some things in people, didn't it? Oh, it definitely did. I mean Japanese version he goes shirtless his his henshin, so yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But that but Bigfoot. I love it. Yeah. Stupid sexy well, uh, Bigfoot. Yes, too. <laughs> God dang it. Stupid, sexy, shirtless Bigfoot with your abs. Like, if this was a Power Ranger season, he would totally eventually become a ranger. Our next category is monsters and villains. Ooh, yeah. So, first thing on the list, the Big Bad desires a power source for, and suggestions include absolute control, Vast wealth, undeserved freedom, age-old revenge, something unyielding. Oh, okay. What if it's some evil biologist, scientist kind of person who wants to catch, who wants the cryptids to... I don't want to just be like, I'll put them in a cage and make a million dollars. Maybe wants, wants to use their... Wants to use their genes to, like, make a true monster army. That he can sell to the American government military. Oh, that's it. Like defense contracts. It's yeah. This now, biologist there, is Raytheon. There there is the there's always the old Sentai classic. It's aliens. Isn't he true? Very true. And you can definitely be like, oh yes, they want to exploit our our planet for its resources. So now everyone who lives on it has to come together to fight against the the bad guys. And maybe they're like robot aliens or something to stand for yeah. like industrialization it, wor- it worked for Zyoger, uh animals yeah. cubes aliens uh, game shows it works yeah so what is their end goal here yeah i think that's the first thing we have to figure out and i think capitalist exploitation is a very good angle whether it's for defense or strip mining the planet for resources yeah, I, I kind of like that. But first, they got to get rid of everything living here. Yeah. Um, or maybe like every, or maybe not. They don't even care that much. It's like every week is just a new plan to make money off the earth. Yes. Oh my God. It's Ed, Ed and Eddie style. Yeah. I, yeah. I was just, I was trying to get it out. And I couldn't get it out. Just some, the early season bad guy is like a version of Elon Musk, but like done up as an alien robot to 
and constantly throwing elaborate temper tantrums. So Elon Musk? Elon, Elon, and Lonnie. Yeah. There's three of them and two of them have the same name. And one of them has a slight variation of, of the same name. <laughs> and so like the monsters of the week could be based on like heavy, different kinds of heavy machinery. Like we could have, a, we could have an, an oiled, a fracking monster. Uh, you, can have, you can have it, yeah, based off of different sorts of machines. It works. It worked great for, I was going to say it worked great for O-Ranger, but that almost killed Sentai. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to, I'm to wheel that one back. I'm yeah. just, I just want to say I've come up with three terrible pun monsters in the time it took you to say those sentences. The mooks could have like hard hats and like safety vests. I love that, actually. Okay. And so the weapons could be like shovels. That will come up in just a second. Before we get to the nameless, or not nameless, but faceless foot soldiers, or they need a general. Us. So Ooh, yeah. we're looking for our Goldar or Lord Zed. Can you tell Mighty Morphin is my main touchstone here? Yeah, uh, it's a good touchstone. I've been trying to educate him. I'm working <laughs> on it. I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, I've watched yeah, like three episodes of Dino Fury. There, there tends to be three-ish generals most of the time, three or four, and they tend to go into your Goldar, which is your big, angry, loud guy who makes big gestures. And I do like have, that one. Yeah. You have that, then you tend to have your generally like more emotionally complex kind of scheming lady general sort of character, who is usually played by like a very good character actor except for in lightspeed rescue except for in lightspeed rescue and then you have your just some guys your silly little guys your poor little meow meows and stuff too who's the one who gets their who gets beat up by the big bad for things uh-huh. that aren't their fault yeah you have you generally have that and then sometimes you'll have like your dark knight sort of character this is your villain that has a sense of nobility and might switch switch teams mid-season. And I feel like we need to give them machines, if nothing else. For the big guy, maybe drill? Or like a bulldozer? Ooh, I like that. Bulldozer. Okay, yeah. so I will say one of the terrible pun names I came up with was bulldozer that was just a big bull mechanical like machine that still fits you could just upgrade them to general <laughs> we can put bulldozer in that hey, spot that's yeah a, that's that's yeah. good theming maybe they're all animals yeah mixed with a machine yeah i think that's fun bulldozer yeah. the fracoon okay. <laughs> well, yes that was good Look, Henshin, as far as I'm concerned, is an excuse for me to make the worst puns possible. Yes, absolutely. We've got a bulldozer in this spot as the general or the uh, big bad's right hand man general. We Mm -hmm. may add more in later, but I want to keep it simple for right now. Yeah. And then, so, they're foot soldiers. The first line of offense. What are we thinking there for... What are our little poor stuntmen in bodysuits that we beat up for, basically, I, filler? I resubmit construction, like, safety construction helmets and little orange vests with yeah. shovel weapons. Yeah. I dig it. 
I love the idea of having the construction worker things and having them jump around with their high visibility vest and, and like flex over and over again or pat their head. It's fun. <laughs> the expender bots. Yeah. Very, very like exaggerated swings of a stop sign for you to duck under and then kick them into the rock quarry. Yeah, I love the <laughs> idea of them trying to like close off an area that they're try that they're trying to take over with construction barriers. Yeah, they try to. Oh my god, have we come up with the one concept that makes the attacks on the quarry make sense? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Oh shit! We've got all the engine mainstays. We've got a quarry. We've got a forest. We're good. We just did it. We Power Rangers, y'all. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be filming some scenes in Odaiba. It's going to be great. <laughs> that one plaza with the fountain. Okay, the plaza. <laughs> <laughs> that and the staircase. There are locations that keep showing up over the many decades of Sentai. And that plaza is one of them. <laughs> I love that period. It was around the Blade era where every Tokusatsu, like the main characters, lived in the same neighborhood. All right. Like, so we don't have to get into the specifics of what the weapons and mechs are, but that is our next category. So when your weapons combine, your ultimate weapon is, and it says to choose a couple, suggestions being piercing, slashing, scoped, blunt, high-tech, antique, something impressive. So what are we thinking our big combined weapon is going to look like? I'm always a fan of the big cannon. I thought it's a cryptid cannon. Just... Yeah. Oh, oh cryptid oh. cannon. I do love the cryptid cannon. That is pretty great. <laughs> Got it in one. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, you, you just nailed it. Let's put them together. <laughs> All right. So then, <laughs> what happens when your mechs combine? The ultimate form is, and again, it's us to choose a few, but if we get it in one again, there we go. Gigantic, terrifying, winged, limber, shielded, blade-wielding, blaster-shooting, something awesome. I have something awful. Um, I have a name, but I want to hear what, what you got. The ultimate cryptid, which is just an amorphous blob that has absorbed all cryptids. I like the name, the Fushigio, which is the Mystery King or the oh, Strange like King. Oh, that's yeah. way better than what I've said. <laughs> because, like because the because traditionally a lot of the Sentais have the word or the word King attached to their giant robot in some way. I like that though. I think we need to know what our what our what our cryptids are going to be to figure out how they're going to come together though. Yeah. But I'm vetoing the blob. I'm sorry, Connor. <laughs> it's look, it's fine. I This is not this is Power Rangers, not Akira. <laughs> I saw a chance for a disaster and I couldn't help but steer into the skid. So, <laughs> um, as far as uh, Mexico, um I called dibs on Jackalope. Back off, it's mine. Uh-huh. That's fair. I, I want to just... be the beast of Briar Road. Oh my god. Oh, you're going for the werewolf. I, yeah, I of really course. Want... Why wouldn't I? <laughs> I'm just saying I'm imagining this ultimate form has like Bigfoot feet and Mothman wings and jackalope horns and just 
like a little bit of everything. Yeah, but we can get to the details when it shows up. As someone who grew up in in the in the desert, I I have a certain affinity for jackalopes. All right. So next, it says to create the signature hand motion that players use whenever colors transform. I kind of want to keep that for when transformation happens. Um, fair warning to both everyone here and to the viewers: I am for sure going to punch my screen at least once doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Because I am going to do it in out like in person like every single time. Look, if you so want if us, you're... if you want us to record this on video, Patreon call. Uh, no joke. If we make if you if we make enough money, I will record doing the damn transformation. I will edit them together into something resembling coherence. If we get enough money, I'm pretty sure I can convince one of my friends to do the old Sentai classic, which is. A lot of them end with a dance number <laughs> as the ending credits. <laughs> dance number. I love the dance number. Yeah. Um, I remember for some reason I remember Q Ranger, which it started with a lot of pelvic thrusts, but then when they had the kid ranger, they're like, wait, hold on, shit, no, stop. <laughs> All right. So next our principal. And this doesn't have to be the only thing we're fighting for, but what's our sort of guiding light? Suggestions are beauty, compassion, courage, fairness, helpfulness, honesty, justice, peace, responsibility, service, unity. Basically, what's our moral core of the cryptid squad? Not to be too Captain Planet, but I think we've, we're kind of leaning into like responsibility. Yeah, yeah, that and, like, environmental justice. Yeah. Like, we we definitely, we are definitely got more to work with than traffic safety. I just imagine the scene, like, like someone, like, throws some garbage on the ground, and then suddenly, just like that scene from JoJo, we just all come out, transform, and start stomping the <laughs> shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Recyclables that's... right there! <laughs> That is perfect. Sorry, I just thought of another monster I've got to write down real quick. (laughs) Created a monster, no pun intended. So next up, we have your civilian life. So first up is the colors share some obligation through blank. Suggestions including school, work, an elite order, a promise, or something demanding. So I guess... First off, like, what age group are you all thinking about playing? Yeah, this begs the question, are we teenagers with, are we teenagers with attitude or... Young adults no. with slightly less attitude. And of course, there's no reason we all have to be in the same age group. That's true. A lot of toku shows tend to have, like, a clubhouse or meeting areas. And that's something that, like, Power Rangers brought over. And, you know, it starts with the juice bar and ends up somewhere with, like, a sports store. Uh, That actually does come up later in this category as well. Yeah. A big reoccurring one in Sentai is Curry Shop. They really like curry. Uh, I love curry. How do we know each other? (laughs) Yeah, this is more like, what, what do you do in your mundane life? What's your main obligation? I always liked the... Mighty Morphin, teens with attitude type thing. Yeah, teens so, with yeah, attitude same. is just so resonant. Same. 
I mean, I'm good with teen. I'm always good to play a teenager. Yeah, same. I'm pretty okay with that. Look at me. So, I love masks. <laughs> if we want to hang on like the we love nature theming, maybe we're all junior park rangers together or something. <laughs> oh, God. That's it could also be something crazy. like an environmental club. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. We could be like, you know, environmentalist club. We just go out and clean up parks, yell at litterers. I'm wearing the khaki short shorts anyways. I'm doing it. And no one yeah. can stop me. We can go take pictures of animals and stuff and be like, yeah, cool fun facts about an otter. <laughs> and there could be some of us who are like, who are actually into it. And some of us who just did it to like have it on our college applications. Yeah. yeah. The Black Rangers just there for like the school equivalent of community service. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, and no one's regulating our level of enthusiasm for the club. Just that we're in the club. Yeah. <laughs> also, for my fellow Kentuckians, Environmental Club is liberal for 4-H. So next up, we get to name our location. It's got some suggestions in the book, such as Woodfield, Highland Park, Blackhawk, Port Evans, Sylvan Beach, Proto Station, Air Shinobi Academy, City of Zula. So basically the name of the city is going to be something generally fairly on the nose that tells us what type of place it is. When you hear Angel Grove, you know where these motherfuckers live. Yeah. So what are does anybody have good city name ideas or do any of those stand out to you? Pleasant point. Oh god. Ah. <laughs> uh. I, that, that does bring up a good point. Yeah. I would like to suggest, this isn't a name, kind of an idea for the town, that this town is famous for Bigfoot sightings. I think oh. that's pretty, which probably and puts us in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Yeah, I'm imagining yeah, this is, yeah. For some reason, I just felt the, like this was Pacific Northwest. And there's the a statue of Bigfoot in the middle of town. And if we have a Balkan skull, I would like to suggest that they be Bigfoot hunters. I oh, think that's God, a that's great good. idea. Oh, God, your Bulk and Skull are definitely like paranormal investig, like a sci-fi like, TV show. Yes, like the right like cryptid hunters. Yeah, they, they do it for YouTube. <laughs> and we're, we're constantly having like dodge them. Like I'm just going to describe Ryan and Shane from um, what that what, uh BuzzFeed Unsolved, but now it's something else. Uh, the Watcher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's who yeah, I was yeah. going to Yeah. They're oh. the Vulcan Skull. So I, I know that. at least two of us in this group are big fans of Chill Dangerous Haven. Times at Chillhaven High. If you're listening to this and you're not, do yourself a favor and go listen to it. It is legitimately possibly the funniest podcast that has ever been produced. And the people that make it are incredibly chill and nice and dear, dear people that I enjoy a lot. They recently did a parody of, like, Ghost Hunter-type shows, and it was amazing, uh -oh. and I'm probably pulling inspiration from that. As far as the name of our town goes, this is Pacific Northwest... Do we want to be on the coast or do we want to be more inland? I'm going to request a large body of water. It doesn't matter if it's salt or fresh water, though. It could be I a giant it. lake. It could be a bay. Okay. I'm thinking like I a feel gravity like cove. down. Oh, I yeah. love cove. Coves are yeah. good. Yeah. What were you saying, Nikki? 
part of me just keeps thinking like this is some weird gravity falls type area oh it's just oh, gravity wow. falls okay so something that means strange or or mysterious cove enigma uh, cove cove i was just about to say yeah. enigma <laughs> enigma yeah. cove is good i love that actually it's all come together enigma cove is so good god this I'm, again, angry that this is not a show that I can buy merchandise for. <laughs> Even better, you're going to make the merchandise. I mean, basically, like, one of the advancements, the one you're going to be taking over and over is, essentially, it's a brand new toy! That's very good. That's incredible. So, next up is your base. So, the colors share a base that is... And their suggestions, such as laboratory, storage room, land lost in time, a command center, somewhere unnoticed. So if your mentor's Bigfoot, I feel like this has got to be in the woods somewhere, right? It's got to be yeah. a cabin, right? Yeah, I it's mean, it got to be a fun ca cabin full of fu fun props. Yes. Oh, fun prop cabin is my favorite. <laughs> and there could be like a secret. And like maybe you could connect to like some secret area where like Bigfoot set up a place for all the cryptids to go where they can be safe. It's a mag it's a magical pocket dimension where they all live. <laughs> like you go into the cabin and if you go through the back door, you walk into if you've watched Wild Forest, which is like way bigger. The backyard. Yeah. And, and that could Ooh. lead to like scenes where we're like there just hanging out with our giant cryptid zord. That's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> And every scene in the backyard has this weird, like, fuzzy filter around the edges of it, just to show that it is, yes. in fact, a different dimension. How else would you know? Everything else looks exactly the same. Oh. They don't add any props or anything. It's just the filter. Getting ahead of myself, I would like to suggest, um, until we form the Megazord, no cockpits on the Zord. We would just, we ride them into battle. Oh, shoot. Fair. I <laughs> That's going to be very good. Yeah, I'm here for it. All right, so next up is what Sahoni was mentioning earlier. And where is your uh, community hangout? A location in the community that the colors share is, and suggestions are coffee shop, ancient nearby woods, classroom, dojo, somewhere familiar. I mean, feel like if we're in the Pacific Northwest, coffee shop is pretty easy, but... yeah. What was what were you saying, Nikki? I like so. Are we like officially in like a school club? Is that what combines us? Because it could just as easily yeah. be the classroom that we hang out in. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we could have, we could have our own club room. Yeah, we're the outdoor club though, so we only get a gazebo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did anybody else's high school have like trailers on the yeah. campus? Yes. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> they they stick us in. A, they would. They would stick us in a trailer, wouldn't they? They would. <laughs> I feel like if you all aren't opposed to it, I love the idea of you all having a trailer on campus. We aren't football or band, so we get a trailer. Yeah. Yeah. What do we put? Do we get state grant money from this? No. Put them in the trailer. You, They'll be fine. Do you want to share a, a school with an eco terrorist club? <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> oh god okay one of us needs to make for our connection some asshole avalanche 
to say like that. Some, ass, some asshole sheriff deputy who's just a pain in our asses. All right. So uh, with all that being said, we can go ahead and make some characters. Mm, that sounds like fun. So I know we've tossed around some ideas in chat. Who has a solid grasp on what color they would like to be? Um, I think for Jackalope, I really want to be pink. Ooh, that's very good. I've been leaning, I guess, red, green, or black. <laughs> but if anybody wants any of those, I can easily repurpose this concept to any of those play. Do they call I... them playbooks in this game? I don't. They yeah. call them colors. Oh, okay, yeah, colors. I like green and blue. Both are very appropriate colors. If I am going to go for the Beast of Bray Road. Wolves and Sentai are traditionally both of those colors, but I am open to suggestions. I was leaning towards red and blue. I think red is where I mostly, I feel like that's the energy I want. The reckless, the leader who makes bad decisions. Yeah, it's such a good one. Yeah. I would like to see Nikki play the leader. That is an interesting yeah, concept. I'm down for, for Nikki as Red Range. I'm totally cool with that. I've seen Nikki play douchebag. I've seen Nikki play literal gremlin. Nikki as leader is interesting to me. One. All right, so who wants to go first? I think since I've nailed mine down, I can go with. Yeah, I can go yeah. First. I was gonna suggest since you're the most, if not experienced, <laughs> you've thought about it the most. I'm laughing because I just saw the choose a name for Pink. Um, one of these is my actual name. <laughs> oh, true. I just Jared. noticed that. I'm like, mm, what does that say about my name? Is is my name friend shaped? What is this? Gnome, you are friend shaped. Something you'll have to embrace. I'm sorry. So, uh, tell us about our good, good pink friend. Um, gonna so we're going to skip. We're going to skip past choosing a name for now. Oh. Um, before we get to who your pink is, a bit about pink in general. You're a bit unorthodox, able to both fire off a witty retort and give someone a shoulder to cry on. Others admit that you are the heart of the team. So pink is... Am I wrong to just chalk it up to mom friend? No, it's mom... That's what I've been calling it, mom friend. Yeah, pink is essentially... I think they... And one point in the book, say, play pink if you want to, like, solve problems through emotional appeals. Yeah. So that's the general energy of pink. Sorry to keep that's cutting you off. Kind of how it happens in Sentai and, and Power Rangers, with, which is, with a few notable exceptions. Hello, Jen mm -hmm. from Time Force. Yeah, hello. Uh, they tend to be mom friends or princess sort of characters. Yeah. Which they're reading more mom friend in recent years, as I've noticed. Yeah. So tell us about who you want to play here. Uh, so again, name, I'm going to wait because I just am bad with name. Pronouns, I think I'm going to go they, them. All right. This is so stupid doing pronouns at, before name. I'm just so bad at picking names. Everybody, I'm so sorry. Oh, good. I use yeah. name generators a lot. Oh, trying to think of like what i want them to look like i it's ridiculous i know exactly what the suit looks like i have a clear image in my head the person nothing from what i know of sentai they wear a lot of pink well yeah it's favorite color <laughs> i think it'd be kind of fun to do like a punk look 
but like have them be the most cheery little pink ranger ever. I do love the idea of a pink punk. Or a punk pink. Kind of what Mystic Force did, except Mystic Force was terrible. Great, you just cost us the Mystic Force demographic. It's it's really not that large of a demographic. It's not. Uh, what's a good like Power Rangers name? I like Emery. Emery's good. Yeah. Yeah. So appearance wise, I do kind of like the idea of them like having like a punk style, if not the punk attitude. Usually like pink shirt, leather jacket, probably pink hair. Very 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 casual punk is kind of the idea that they go with that they go for with their fashion. I'm very bad at describing appearances. I'm very sorry. I'm going to apologize a lot. No, you're good. We'll get character art. Uh, so that's name and look. Uh, connection. So while you're thinking on it, the connection is essentially somebody from your usually civilian life. I'm not sure if it's specifically civilian life, but this is essentially somebody that ties you to the city or your mundane life in a way to essentially keep you from going full force into rangerdom gives me somebody to pull on and give you emotional conflicts when i put them in danger because they just so happen to be showing up at these places that monsters are attacking funny how that happens i like overly proud parents oh i didn't see the word overly at first i just saw proud parents we play that as, like, Emery came out, I think Emery came out as non-binary relatively recently. And, like, is trying too hard. This parent is trying too hard to be supportive of all their kids' choices. I got you this non-binary branded coffee because I figured I wanted to be as supportive as I possibly can. Or, like, like my character gets, like, a, a nose stud. They're like, it's great. I love it. And, like, it's very disingenuine, and Emery realizes that, and Emery's kind of like, I want to have a human conversation about these things with you. You mm -hmm. wake I, up in the morning, and they're like, oh, how's my favorite little they? Like, exactly. Like, it's like, Emery's like, I don't want you to be 100%. I want you to be on board, but I don't want you to be, like, disingenuous about it. Oh, this, you just handed me the best character. Be my guess. I think it's. I, I think it's a sing, single mom. Noted Pro and also my favorite. Probably like young mom who tries to be the cool mom. If you're going to do drugs, please do them in the house. There's going to be a lot of that. Yeah. Incredible. I think Emery's very put together in any situation their mom is not involved in. The good news is you always have access to options to have safe sex. The bad news is you always have access. God. So that, uh, that's me. We'll deal with the mech when the mechs become real. So my next question is, what is Emery's relationship to the environmental club? Are they there willingly? Are they there to pet out a college oh, application? I think Emery was like gung-ho from the second this started. Like, might have even been a founding member. I'm going to make a pitch to you. Feel free to shoot it down. What if there was a club before, and then it went away, and Emery was the one that brought it back? I kind of like that. Is everyone okay with that? Like, Emery comes to you all at lunch one day. Guys, 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 guys. Environmental club. Or if not that, it could be, like, 
Emery puts it together and then people find their own way in or whatever yeah. makes sense for the characters. Well, yeah, but I like the idea of Emery being someone who started it up, if that's okay with everyone. It, it might have been like with, worked with one of you to make it start up. I, I don't want to like take that for myself if, if other people had ideas. I, I think I'm good with that. I'm good. I can go next. All right. So, Savoni, tell us who you're playing, what color are they, etc. I think I'm going to throw a curveball here. Taking a one, la- one last glance at the playbooks, I kind of want to be yellow. Okay. And, yeah. Yellow is described as you're able to support others while retaining that creative individualistic streak. Others find you trusting and sociable as long as you're willing to open up. I don't have a name yet. I'm still working on that. I'm liking Reed, but I'm still wor- I'm going to be shooting some things. I want I want to have something that feels yellow. I'll think about it. But I do want to use he him and I'm ju- justifying this with if space can have a yellow wolf so can I. It's fine. I have to justify it with the internal logic of my of my Sentai fan. Look, w- wolves can be like they can, no guarded they can. and then open up and be yeah no, no the personality works fine it's just that a lot of sentai has thematics that it tends to return to and yeah. i and i'm trying to keep consistent with that in my head but you like the idea of them being just like a scrappy artist type yeah though what i'm picturing is i'm picturing like native guy and he's wearing overalls but they got like paint stains all over the knees and stuff i'm picturing a lot of yellows and whites and creams to kind of fit the thematic a lot of band t-shirts a lot of things with the sleeves rolled up a lot of jewelry but that's that's where i'm going with it I want to be his best friend. <laughs> Gnome, have I got some news for you? Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm, entirely possible. <laughs> I would feel cooler in his presence. Yeah. I keeps like paintbrushes in their pocket. It's great. I imagine a lot of Ray-Bans. Oh, valid. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have an idea for who you want their connection to be? Sure, I think I want a misfit crush or a hapless cousin. I'm fine with either of them. Maybe one of the cousins is one of the bumbling Bigfoot hunters. I feel like that would be a way to do that or a possibility if y'all are up uh, into that. I'm down for that. I think that's a great way to tie them into our group. Yeah, and why we don't want them to get hurt. (laughs) That's my Hmm. cousin. (laughs) <laughs> My mom would be so mad. <laughs> Do you know how much shit I would get at the next family get together? I would never hear the end of it. We are not letting them get I, stepped on. <laughs> I think the beast Zord is always offering it from your Tamagotchi. Yeah, he's just I can step on them if you want. <laughs> oh god. I'm going to have to practice my character voices for this game. Uh, let's see. What else do we want to go through? What is your relationship to the environmental club? 
Are you willing? Are you forced in? I think they are. I think they got roped in because they have art skills. And they're like, we need to make posters. We need someone who can make posters. But I think they're very enthusiastic about it at the same time. Or, But they try to play it cool to the chest. But they're probably the first person that gets really worked up if something violates that sense of justice. They're like, no, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. They are not fine in Ask. I'm fine, they say, chaining themselves to a hundred-year-old oak. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine, and I will be fine here when these machines rot and fall to the earth. I just and I just bring cupcakes to Yeah, it's keep just your like you, up. you hungry a little bit. <laughs> just don't to let them know. They can't see. All right. Let's see, what else do we need to go through with your character? Oh, do you know what your weapon's gonna be? Oh, okay. So we have an axe. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm always a fan of a guy with a blaster, but I'm not sure if that's really the most appropriate thing here. There's always the claws. Oh, claws are cool. Yeah, I could have claws or I could have... Another classic yellow weapon, the hammer. Oh, yeah. Oh, dang. Aesthetically, all of this sounds very cool. Blaster, claws, hammer. The fun thing about this being a TTRPG, we don't have to worry about how the weapons actually hook together. That's true. We are not making this toy line. How about this? I like this. Could I have a hammer that turns into a a long muzzle blaster? I don't see why not. I, like like a like a hunting rifle sort of thing. I think that would be fun. And I pump it, it goes <laughs> only if you make that noise every time. You don't need to do this, but we could it could be like our weapons have a me have a melee and ranged configuration. Oh, that that's be awesome. Because like yeah. my axe could my axe would just turn into a crossbow. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm good with this. Yeah. I have some stuff figured out. So I'm going to go with the color black. My character's name is going to be Xavier Ravena, but he goes by XR and he uses he, him pronouns. He is teen dirt bike champion extraordinaire. Because when he grows up, he wants to be a stuntman. So he's like really into like motocross fashion which i don't know if that's a thing but i imagine he's got like a black leather racing jacket t-shirt that he custom cuts the sleeve he cuts the sleeves off of all of his shirts he's got powerful biceps that he always wants to show off and gosh tough face for sure i don't know what kind of eyes wild eyes probably yeah definitely wild eyes i guess dirt bike clothing is considered athletic wear so we're gonna call it athletic wear asterisk i haven't entirely chosen a connection but god military parent sounds good like the fact that i'm letting down my military parent by pursuing my dirt bike career my my incredibly successful dirt bike career i've got one trophy um (laughs) did you buy it yourself 
No, no, it was one. Okay. I think it was one for most crashes in a single race, though. I just the motherfucker keeps getting back up. Heck yeah, I do. We gotta give him something. The race has been over for twenty minutes, and he still <laughs> keeps. I gotta getting say, up. I gotta say, as a desert rat, uh, the idea of a dirt biker being an environmentalist is really weird to me. Oh yeah, yeah. It's. I think it's got to be some kind of special dirt bike that doesn't destroy the environment. But I can't think of what that is. It made a hybrid dirt bike. Yep. Yeah, that's it. You just you just make sure to stay on the trails. You probably you probably rip people who go off trails a new one. Oh yeah. Yeah. I absolutely like can't stand when people are like, hey, we're gonna go blaze through the woods and make our own trails and it's or hey, there's some made like some made tracks right here. But yeah, I I like the idea that I've got a military parent that I'm letting down all the time. All these connections look really good, though. Unskilled peer. The idea that I have, like, a sidekick friend <laughs> is always very fun. But, gosh, I think I'm going to go with military parent. I will say, if you went unskilled peer, I was thinking of, like, your bumbling friend that records your dirt bike tricks. Oh, shoot, that's good. Yes. But I also do love playing a disapproving asshole parent, so you really can't go wrong. Opposite end of the spectrum from Emery's parents. Yeah, <laughs> I also do love the concept of one leather jacket kid having the most supportive parent and the other leather jacket kid having just an asshole douchebag parent. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, And then they fell in love. My dad makes me call him the major. <laughs> that's what it is hello cps i knew i could find the worst possible option <laughs> yes this is my dad the major you had to salute your dad in public oh my god i hate him so much he makes you stand at attention <laughs> i and i don't do it anymore because i started smoking cigarettes everybody I'm an adult. <laughs> Xavier, did you salute the flag on the way out? <laughs> How will we, this air on Nickelodeon now? I think every time Emery catches you doing it, just walks up, bowls anything, takes it out of your mouth, steps on it. No. And walks away. And in the show, they'll absolutely swap it out for like a lollipop. A lollipop. Yeah, lollipop. Yeah. <laughs> they, <laughs> the CG budget to swap the cigarettes out for lollipops is absurd. But they pay it. Like, they try they're saving money by having just some guy with Photoshop just drag around a PNG. <laughs> That's why we can only afford to record in the ravine and the forest. <laughs> All right. Do you have an idea of what you want your weapon to be? Uh, I'm tempted to say a bike chain. That's <laughs> That might be too hardcore. <laughs> I'm oh. down with it, honestly. Yeah, like what, a whip what? that looks like a bike chain. Oh, What's your cryptid again? Oh, I didn't say, did I? Oh, yeah. It's, it's a giant squid, sort of Leviathan-esque, uh, undersea, like, giant tentacle monster, essentially. Your cryptid is the Kraken. It's the, that's the one I was thinking of. That's what I was thinking. I couldn't remember it. But yes, the Kraken is my cryptid. So I guess bike chain actually makes sense a lot, really. You just gave the Megazord tentacles. Yeah. Con Connor? You're welcome. Whip sword. Whip sword. Thank you. Thank you so that much. That way you have the melee. That way we have the melee and the range themes. Oh, going. like Ivy Soul Caliber. 
Oh, yes. yes. This is, I'm like Hannah Montana. This is the best of both worlds. I was like, wait, when did Hannah Montana get a whip sword? Sweet niblets, y'all. I took off Lily's head. <laughs> did you not watch the final season, Elliot? It got edgy. <laughs> okay. That is so You've got your whip sword. What is your relationship to the environmental club? I think, like, I started seeing this club around in the woods when I was, like, on the trails riding my dirt bike. And I'm like, hey, what are they doing? And I checked it out. I'm like, oh, I should be a part of this. This seems good. And, uh, yeah, I think it just spun out from there. Spun out, literally. I crashed my bike. So, Honey, what's your character's name again? I'm so sorry. I have no idea, but I'm leaning on Reed. Uh, Reed's, you saw one of Reed's posters that was put up for bikers that shows like a little family of chipmunks and that distracted you and you crashed. Yes. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> okay. I love this. This energy is very good. Is there anything else we need to know about Xavier? Also, wait, is it Xavier or Xavier? It's actually, he just goes by XR all the time. Okay. Oh my God. Yep. The the slogan for this poster, by the way, stay on the track. We want our home back. And it's just a bunch of sad shit. Incredible. One million percent (laughs) incredible. Yeah. They're holding up like a yield sign. I love it so much. I'm imagining Emery comes up with the slogans and Reed just makes the art. While rolling their eyes, but secretly being supportive. Yeah, they're like, oh no, that's actually pretty good. (laughs) All right, so that brings us to Nikki's character. Good luck going last with this group. So, (laughs) clearly, Red Ranger. So the name I'm going with is Coulter. Or a cult for short. Oh, that is such a Red Ranger name. That, very cool. Well done. <laughs> yeah, I, I did think about that for quite a bit. So I'm thinking like you're almost stereotypical, like kind of jock look, like pristine kind of blonde hair, like athletic. Uh, where's the Letterman jacket and all that? And like typically always wearing like athletic type clothing. But the thing is, when I was thinking, I was like, all right, so you could go like a normal sport, right? But I was like, there's nothing normal about this game so far. So I thought it'd be funny if this one weird high school we go to is that their primary sport was fencing. So he has a letterman jacket for fencing. It's ridiculous, but I wanted something weird. Nice. Do I dare ask what your weapon is going to be? You already know it's a fencing saber. A Mothman-themed fencing saber. Amazing. I knew you'd go Mothman. And of course, was there any doubt that Nikki was going to I almost went Jersey Devil, but no one claimed Mothman, and that's your fault, so. All right. Nikki, tell us a bit more about Colt. What do they look like? What are Colt's pronouns? I'm going to go he, him. What else look-wise? Athletic build, uh, letterman jacket, blonde hair, always, like, perpetual, like, smile and, like, fierce looking gaze and i'm getting carter i'm getting carter grayson vibes of course yeah that's fair i did have an idea for a connection because i thought this would be especially funny so i want a sworn rival and i think like 
me and my rival whose name I'm going to generate randomly now because I can only think of so many names. Let's see. Leona, me and her are currently fighting to be the head of the fencing team, and we will literally stop in the middle of the hallway and have a fencing fight until someone stops us. Anime <laughs> rival style. I will not back down and neither will she. Very good. Quick question. Is this a sworn rival more in the line of Pokemon Red and Blue rival or more of Scarlet and Violet rival? I have not played Scarlet and Violet, so I know nothing of the Shame. rival. Friendly uh, rival or hates your guts rival? Yeah. Hate my guts. We hate each other. Ooh, okay. that's so good. <laughs> like, we cross each other's paths in public, and there's, like, the anime, like, eyes, like, zoom in, just staring at each other. This is so something that would happen in Sentai. Especially if they end up being teamed on the bad guy team or an ally. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ellie, I'm going to put this in. I'm going to put this in your brain so you can use it later. What if, like, the evil, like, space capitalists, they are working with an, a corporation on Earth and Leona's family runs it? That's possible. So, yeah, do you, you've got your fencing rapier as your weapon. Does it have any sort of ranged component or are you the odd one out? I'm going to be the odd one. It's purely a sword. Nice. But yeah, I'm going to be the weirdo. There are and no then... guns and fencing. That's against the rules. Or maybe there is a function. He just chooses actively not to use it. I like the idea that there's a pistol function, but you either don't know it or don't use it. I have this vision yeah. of the, like, it shoots the blade. And it you, you can use it one time and then never again. And so you're just waiting <laughs> for the special moment to shoot your sword at somebody. <laughs> Actually, okay. I absolutely love Jack, that. Jack Sparrow with the one bullet. <laughs> it, no, no opportunity will ever be good enough, but when it is, oh, it'll be so good. <laughs> the worst part is that he's been practicing it for so long, trying to get it just right. He's, he knows he can hit any target at this point, but it's when will the opportunity arise? Oh my God, I love that. All right. And then what's your relationship to the environmental club? Are you there willingly? Did you get forced into it? What's up with that? Oh, Coulter absolutely loves nature. He's all about it. He fences like he practices outdoors, probably under a waterfall. I was just going to say the concept of a fencing montage in the middle of the woods feels very Power Rangers movie to me. Like, I can imagine this scene, and I love it. <laughs> I just had an idea. So, as a club, we need a faculty advisor. What if Bigfoot has a secret identity as a teacher? But it's just Bigfoot <laughs> in, like, a professor jacket? With a fake mustache on. I think it's perfect. Maybe a monocle, but... Or glasses of some sort, but... <laughs> oh! How silly do we want to make this costume of his? I love silly, so... Because I, I... Like the Bigfoot costume or the pretends to be a teacher costume? Not so much the costume as his secret identity, because I came up with the idea of calling him Mr. Foot. F-O-O-T-E. That's very good. Yeah, that's very um, good. 
And the fact that Ryan and Shane clearly do not know it's him it makes it even better. I like the idea that there it, there is a selection of of cryptids in our town that just have human disguises and a very yeah. werewolves can't be camp counselors sort of way Bailey oh school God. kids sort of way. <laughs> so good. Yes, yeah, so, so very like, good. The local the local candy shops run by the wizard man. Yeah. <laughs> Mothman works at Starbucks. <laughs> No, Mothman lives in the Tamagotchi on your wrist. Yeah, yeah Mothman Zorro. lives in the Tamagotchi. Listen, when he gets off shift, he goes into the Tamagotchi, okay? I just, I got, my schedule's all screwed up this week. I can't. You're going to have to fight these guys without me. My manager's a real ass. I love the Gosh. idea that the lizard man who owns the candy store's, candy store's name might be Sweets. <laughs> so i'm gonna ask colt are you like part of the club or are you just like a nature head he's a part of the club i think maybe he wasn't officially at first because he doesn't want to distract too much away from his responsibilities as a professional student fencer <laughs> yes i would say he's a part of the club and actively tries to lead it okay so just to sort of recap as we wrap this up we have the, I'm calling them the cryptid crew. If that's not the subtitle we want to go with, that's fine. They are by day the environmental club of Enigma Cove High School. By slightly later in the day, they are the cryptid squad fighting against aliens that want to basically strip mine Earth and make money off of it using the power of their Tamagotchi cryptid friends. They... Yeah, I mean, I guess that's it. That That's our season pitch here. Boner Loose is an Elliot Andrews production and was edited by me, Elliot. The rights to all characters, locations, and ideas presented in this episode belong to the person who created it. If you want to support us, you can do so at patreon.com slash elliotandrews or by telling a friend about us. To stay up to date on this and other shows, follow us on Twitter at Elliot Presents on TikTok at Elliot Andrews Productions, or join our Discord linked in the show notes.